Welcome to More Than Medicine, where Jesus is more than enough for the ills that plague our culture and our country. Hosted by author and physician, Dr. Robert Jackson, with his wife, Carlotta, and daughter, Hannah Miller. So listen up, because the doctor is in. Welcome to More Than Medicine. I am your host, Dr. Robert Jackson. I would like to share with you some conversations that I've had in my medical office in just the last several days. One of my patients shared with me just today saying, Dr. Jackson, my brother had COVID several months ago, and he died after two weeks of being in the ICU. And honestly, I'm afraid of getting COVID, but I'm also afraid of the COVID shot. I've heard too many stories of people having had bad reactions to the shot. One of my neighbors received the shot and two days later died of an MI, and he was only 45 years of age. Dr. Jackson, what should I do? That was only one conversation, and that patient's heart was full of fear. Dear listener, does your heart sometimes tremble with fear? during the midst of this COVID pandemic. Another patient told me just a week ago that her grandmother, who was 88 years of age, has not left the house in a year and a half. She has not gone to church. She has not gone to the store. Her grandmother has not gone to any family outings. Her words were, my grandmother is living in perpetual fear. And then another conversation that I had with another patient. She told me that her daughter lives in Washington State, and her church will not allow anyone to attend that has not received the COVID shot. Can you imagine that? Our entire country has been living in fear for almost two years because of this pandemic. Our administration our legislators, the CDC, our school administrators are making policy decisions based on fear. Families are divided based on fear. Churches are divided or even closed because of fear. Small businesses have closed and some have closed permanently. Schools have closed or changed dramatically how they conduct their classes. Fear permeates our society. Now, let's let's put this into a little bit of perspective. I looked up on the uh, internet exactly how many people have died from COVID in the last two years, and that number amounts to about 760,000, a little over 300,000 per year. To put it in perspective, there are 610,000 deaths from coronary artery disease in the United States every year. Twice the number of folks who have died from COVID per year for the last two years. Now, we don't stop the train because of the number of folks who die from coronary artery disease, which is actually twice the number of folks who've died from or with COVID. Now, I know that coronary artery disease is not contagious, And I know that coronary artery disease is a known entity. I realize that 
two years ago, COVID was unknown and that we didn't really understand what it was all about. And I realized that COVID is contagious. If we look at the deaths from COVID alone, I'm not talking about folks who are elderly, who have lots of comorbidities, but deaths from just COVID alone. The CDC estimates that the actual number is probably closer to 380,000, not 760,000. And if we compare that to the United States population of 330 million, that's less than 0.5% of the U.S. population. And yet, we are living in fear every day because of a virus that has impacted less than 0.5% of our population. We're making drastic administrative policy decisions based on a virus that affects less than 0.5% of our population. Now, I'm not minimizing at all the serious illness and even death of those who've been affected by the COVID virus. All of us know somebody who's been seriously ill or has even died because of the COVID virus. And I'm not minimizing that at all. The emotional and financial impact to families who have lost a family member is dramatic for them. But the same thing is true of someone who dies suddenly of a heart attack. I'm just saying all of that for us to help put this into perspective. Now, let's look at this from a biblical perspective. All of you understand that I am a a, a Christian man, that I'm a God-fearing, biblically-oriented man, and I try to look at life from a biblical perspective. And I want to share with you a couple of scriptures that have always helped me to understand life, that helps me to understand how I should approach life. And one of my favorite verses that I memorized when I was in medical school is Isaiah 41 and verse 10. Let me read this to you. It says, Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not look anxiously about you, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Surely I will help you. Surely I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. I wrote that on an index card and put it on the mirror in my bathroom in my little apartment where I live when I was in medical school. And I've had that scripture verse in my mind and in my heart ever since I was in medical school. And it has been a verse that has stayed with me. Now that verse contains both a command and a promise. And the command tells us, do not fear. It tells us, do not look anxiously about you. And the promise is that I will be with you, that I will strengthen you, that I will help you, that I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. That's the Lord God Almighty, the maker of the heavens and the earth, who is making a promise to you and me that if we obey the command to not be afraid, and to not look anxiously about ourselves, that He will be there to support us. Listen, brothers and sisters, Vance Havner 
the preacher of a generation ago said to us that when we find ourselves where all we have is God, we find ourselves shipwrecked on God and stranded on omnipotence. Where else would I rather be? Now understand that God doesn't ask us to do things that He doesn't expect us to do. He doesn't command us to do things that He doesn't expect us to obey. More than that, He doesn't ask us to do something without also giving us the resources with which to do it. If you remember in John chapter 14, in verse 27, this is that verse, that chapter in the, uh, in the New Testament where Jesus is teaching His disciples about the ministry of Holy Spirit. And He says to them, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your heart be troubled, nor let it be fearful. Don't let it be afraid. What an amazing verse. He's saying, peace I leave with you. My peace. He's the Prince of Peace. And He's telling His disciples that He's giving them His shalom. His peace. Not the peace that the world gives, but the peace that only Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace, only the peace that He alone can give. And He says, Don't let your hearts be troubled. Even in the midst of a viral pandemic, he is saying, do not let your hearts be troubled, nor let them be afraid. Do not let them be fearful. Now, how can he say that? Well, it's because he's going to send Holy Spirit, who's going to live in the heart of his children. Holy Spirit who produces in us the fruit of the Spirit. And you know that list, love, joy, peace. Ha, peace. That's what you and I need in the midst of a pandemic where so many around us have hearts that are filled with fear. We need the peace of God that passes all understanding. That fruit of the Spirit, which is peace. Now, One function of abiding in the Lord Jesus Christ, abiding in the Word, is that peace that passes understanding. Jesus said, I am the vine, and you are the branches, and he who abides in me and I in him, the same bears much fruit. What kind of fruit is he talking about? (laughs) He's talking about the fruit of the Spirit. You know that, and I know that, but It depends on you and me abiding in the Word, abiding in prayer, spending time abiding in the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the vine, and I'm the branch, and I don't have to strain, I don't have to sweat, I just have to stay connected. And as I stay connected to the Lord Jesus Christ, then He produces in me genuine fruit, not artificial fruit. Not plastic fruit, but real, genuine peace of God. Peace of the Lord Jesus Christ. The peace that He promised when He said to us, Peace I leave with you. 
My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Don't let your heart be troubled, nor let it be fearful. Don't let it be afraid. Now, here's the question. Do we really believe that these things are so? Do we really believe these promises? I want you to understand that the opposite of faith is not unbelief. The opposite of faith is fear. The opposite of faith is fearfulness and anxiety. Whenever fear prevails in your heart or mind, peace flees. Peace runs away. However, whenever Holy Spirit rules in my heart because of abiding in the Lord Jesus Christ and abiding in His Word and abiding in prayer, then peace prevails and fear flees. And it leaves a Holy Spirit tranquility in our heart that cannot be perturbed by anything, even a viral pandemic. Hi, this is Bob of Bob Sloan Audio Productions. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Have you ever thought about doing a podcast yourself? Do you have a desire to communicate an idea, opinion, or even a hobby or interest you'd like to share with the world? And do you have the communication skill and dedication? If so, let's talk. Send an email and a short description of your idea to bob at bobsloan.com. That's bob at b-o-b-s-l-o-n-e dot com. Now let's get back to the podcast. Well, now we're back and I want to share with you a scripture from the book of Psalms. Now, this is one of those passages where the psalmist talks about the plague or the pestilence. And he tells us not to be afraid of the plague. He tells us not to be afraid of the pestilence. And it's a very interesting passage because it also contains a conditional promise. Now, let me read this passage to you. Now, you'll know the introduction to it because it's a passage that we memorize all the time. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. Now, there's the verse that we memorize. We like that part, don't we? But that's the conditional part. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. For it is he who delivers you from the snare of the trapper and from what? The deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions and under his wings you may seek refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and bulwark. You will not be afraid of the terror by night or of the arrow that flies by day, of the pestilence that stalks in darkness or of the destruction that lays waste at noon. A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not approach you. You will only look on with your eyes and see the recompense of the wicked. For you have made the Lord my refuge, even the Most High your dwelling place. No evil will befall you, nor will any plague come near your tent. For he will give his angels charge concerning you to guard you in all your ways. 
They will bear you up in their hands that you do not strike your foot against a stone. Well, what an amazing promise. And there's a promise that the pestilence will not touch you, will not even come near you. But what was the conditional promise? It was contingent, brothers and sisters, upon you and me abiding in the Most High making him our refuge and fortress and placing our trust in him. Only then do we find a place of safety in the shadow of his wings and his faithfulness becomes a shield and a bulwark for our souls, driving out all fear. Now let's switch gears. Let's look at a scripture again in the New Testament. I think this one will be familiar to you as well. It's in First Tim- um, I'm sorry, Second Timothy, chapter one, and verse seven. Now this scripture says that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of faith and love, and a sound mind, or some versions say power and love and discipline. Now, again, I want to say to you that the opposite of faith is fear. And God does not give us a spirit of fear, a spirit of timidity, a spirit of anxiety, but He gives us a spirit of faith, which is the opposite of fear. And He gives us a heart full of love, and He also gives us a sound mind, or strong discipline. And you see, that sound mind equals discipline. Disciplines in the fundamentals of the faith, which are, as I've already said, abiding in Jesus, abiding in the Word, abiding in prayer. If you listen to me teach the Word long enough, you're going to hear me say those things over and over and over again. Because the fundamentals of the faith need to be drilled into your heart and my heart over and over again. When I played football in high school, the coach took us back to the fundamentals of blocking, tackling, the fundamentals over and over and over again. Because if you forget the fundamentals, you don't win football games. The same is true in the Christian life. If we fail in the fundamentals of the faith, abiding in the Word, abiding in prayer, abiding in the Lord Jesus, memorizing Scripture, meditating on the Word, then I promise you that we will never experience the benefits, one of which is enjoying the peace of God that passes all understanding. And in the midst of this pandemic, my patients desperately, desperately want to experience peace. They want to be free from the anxiety. They don't want to be looking around them with hearts filled with anxiety. They don't want to be fearful of the vaccine. They don't want to be fearful of the virus. They don't want to be fearful of losing their jobs. They want to be able to screw their courage to the sticking place. They want to be able to screw their faith to the sticking place and trust in the Lord God Almighty. 
But I submit to you very respectfully, if you and I as God-fearing Christian folk are not daily practicing the disciplines of the Christian life, abiding in the Word, abiding in prayer, abiding in the Lord Jesus Christ, then I promise you that we will not experience the benefits, one of which is experiencing the peace of God, which passes all understanding. Now, let me move on. You're familiar with the scripture verse in Philippians chapter 4, which tells us to not be anxious about anything, but instead that we should commit all of our cares to the Lord Jesus Christ. Instead, pray about everything, and by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, that we should commit everything to the Lord Jesus Christ. And when we do that, he promises that the peace of God will keep our heart and mind in the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, there's another verse that I like in 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 7. It says, cast all your cares on him because he cares for you. Now, that word casting has the meaning of rolling over. I don't know how many of you have ever had a little bit of money in one bank account and then you rolled it over into another bank account. Well, it's the same idea. There are issues in your life and my life that sometimes it's just too big for me. It's too much for me. And I want to roll it over onto the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the whole idea here. I'm casting my cares over onto Him. Well, I want you to have Imagine two big circles, okay? And you're going to label one circle the problem circle, and you're going to label the other circle the prayer circle. Now, this is a spiritual activity that I do every day in my own devotionals. I take the issues of the day, my work responsibilities, family responsibilities, uh, people that I know who may be ill or sick, Uh, issues of my life that are just too big for me, where I need wisdom, I need discernment, I need the Lord Jesus Christ to be involved in this issue, to give me something that I just don't have within myself. And I pray over it, and then I roll it over onto the Lord Jesus Christ. And I take it from the problem circle, and I move it to the prayer circle, casting all my cares upon Him not worrying about anything, but by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, I take it and put it into the prayer circle so that the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will keep my heart and mind in the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, I'm going to tell you a secret. That's supernatural. That's inexplicable. When the Lord Jesus Christ begins to push all the fear and anxiety out of your heart and my heart, And he replaces it with a supernatural peace that can't be explained. And people on the outside looking at you and me see us going through our day with a peacefulness and a tranquility in our hearts that really can't be explained. It's a supernatural peace. It's a peace of God that passes human understanding. That's a gift. It's a gift from God. It's your spiritual inheritance as a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. 
And then I also want to share with you another verse that's been very precious to me over the years. It's Isaiah 26 in verse 3. And it says that thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusts in thee. That's a King James Version. And I memorized that verse when I was in college. But it stayed with me all these years. Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace because he trusted, because his mind is stayed on thee. That means your and my mind is just stuck, just stuck on Jesus, stuck on Jehovah. And when you and I begin to practice the presence of the Lord, and when our mind is stayed on Jehovah, when our mind is fixed on Jehovah all through the day, because I've I've been reading the Word, I've been memorizing Scripture, I meditate on Scripture, and my mind is stayed on Jehovah, then what happens is God keeps my heart and mind with a perfect peace because I trust in Him. And I don't know if you've ever heard this hymn, but we sing this in my church sometimes, and it goes like this. Perfect yet it floweth, fuller every day. Perfect yet it groweth, deeper all the way. And it's talking about the peace of God that flows like a river glorious. And the chorus says, stayed upon Jehovah, hearts are fully blessed, finding as he promised, perfect peace and rest. Hidden in the hollow of his blessed hand, never foe can follow, never traitor stand. Not a surge of worry, not a shade of care, not a blast of hurry, touch the spirit there. Then we sing the chorus again, which says, Stayed upon Jehovah, hearts are fully blessed, finding as He promised, perfect peace and rest. Brothers and sisters, you and I must learn how to fix our hearts upon Jehovah. Thou wilt keep Him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed upon Thee, because He trusts in thee stayed upon jehovah hearts are fully blessed finding as he promised perfect peace and rest thank you for listening to this edition of more than medicine for more information about the jackson family ministry dr jackson's books or to schedule a speaking engagement Go to their Facebook page, Instagram, or their webpage at jacksonfamilyministry.com. If you'd like to contribute to further the efforts of the ministry, you can support them at patreon.com forward slash jacksonfamilyministries. This podcast is produced by Bob Sloan Audio Production at bobsloan.com.